Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. We're your hosts, Mike Yanda and Bobby Hoyt of Laptop Empires, of course. Where else will we be from? I'm just really bad. <laughs> man. Like I start, we kind of get into it. And I'm like, where do I go from here? It's a Laptop Empire show with Mike and Bobby from Laptop Empires. <laughs> you know, you'd think like, what are we? We're almost 100 shows into this thing. You'd think I God. would have, have figured out. Oh, well. I think it's okay. I think if people now they know that we are really from Laptop Empires. Like we're very much from from <laughs> they know Italy. for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. So you know this is kind of interesting too. We're actually coming up. Not only has it been almost a hundred episodes, but we're coming up on almost a year. Because yeah. I don't remember if you realize this. I'm getting ready to leave for my Fourth of July trip. We go every year pilgrimage, pilgrimage yes. to to Nebraska. And uh, go see my wife's family in the great state of Nebraska. And um, when we were there last year, we were launching the Laptop Empire's website and introducing the world to Biggie Snugs. Did I launch this? I think I launched it by myself. Like, I think it, you didn't, I think it was me. Like, it was like you were gone. Not that you didn't help, but like it was, I remember I needed like Tega's help. I remember oh, it was a little had, bit of we had all hands on deck and yeah. I was working at my, you know, wife's grandmother's kitchen table using my Wi-Fi hotspot on my phone because <laughs> there's no internet in that town. And, uh, and we were trying to get, we were trying to get the site together, trying to get the podcast going. I mean, everything. That first year, it's so funny. That first year, we we did so many different things all the time. I feel like our hair was just on fire all the time, trying to figure out all of these different things. This year is a lot more chill. Yeah, but you figure, and that was six months into the business that we finally launched a website, and we'd already done mm-hmm. really well. Just goes to show yeah. you. I think people are always like, "This is not the topic of the episode." By the way, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Sorry, we're a little scatterbrained today, but you know, it just goes to show you. We always have people asking, like, "Oh, do you need a website?" No, <laughs> you yes. don't really need a website to be successful in online business. And, and actually, oh, this is such a great, this is a great transition. You're going to love this. What we're going to be talking about today, a lot of people use in place of building a website to build a business mm. sales. Yeah. We're going to yeah. be talking about using video to build audiences. So that was great transition. Was, great transition. Wasn't even planned, but it sure felt like it. All right. 10 out of 10. Awesome. So yeah, so we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about video. And, you know, sometimes when we do these episodes, Bobby, we're just kind of like, okay, what's something cool we're doing that we can, you know, share with the kids in the audience. And, mm. uh, and yeah, we're doing a lot. A we're lot doing a lot right now. <laughs> doing a lot. We're, yeah, we're doing a, a lot of video, we're doing a lot of things, doing a crazy amount of things, but a lot of video. And it's been really interesting because it, this was something that I didn't realize you know, especially with the Facebook live video stuff that we're doing, it's such a simple concept. 
but it, it's right. something that works. It's active, especially when you start doing like retargeting and, and other stuff. So I'm assuming we're going to be talking about that today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to give you a, an overview, like we'll, we'll kind of dive into the details, but we're basically creating video content, you know, and we've got the YouTube channel. We're using some of that. We're also doing live streams on our Facebook page um, and we're running ads to video. And when you promote a video, you can actually create custom audiences, which is a refresher. Custom audiences are just audiences like people that you can retarget, whether that's an email list, people that like your page, visit your website. Um, they like comment and share on your posts or watch videos. And so you can actually go just like you can say, Hey, somebody visited my blog post and you can target them with ads. You can say somebody watched my video and target them with ads. So we're creating video and driving audiences based on specific targeting to those videos. And then we're creating audiences of people that watch a certain percentage of the videos. You know, if they're not watching much of the video, then we don't care if they only watch 10 seconds, we're not really worried about them. But if they're watching a minute, two minutes, 15 minutes, then we're sending them, you know, we're moving them through our funnel and, and selling them our products or getting them on our email list or a variety of things. So it's really cool because one video is so easy to create, especially mm -hmm. when, if you want to do video correctly on Facebook, it needs to be very natural. Like you should just whip your iPhone out and talk in your underwear. Like it should be very non-produced. Um, yeah. That's, you know, the same thing that your, your grandma's on Facebook recording, driving the golf cart, you know, <laughs> like just random, like it should be that kind of like, you know, just uncut. And so it's very easy to do. And, uh, you can create these massive audiences of people very, very quickly and very, very cheaply. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been, it's been interesting because now I start to look at the video in my own feed more often, uh, which is, I guess why I'm getting targeted by every, every digital marketer that's out there I'm getting targeted with. But I think, you know, like Ty Lopez is, it's easy to make fun of him because it's, it's so ridiculous sometimes but he does it incredibly well. And it's just like that very, uh, I saw this one yesterday where he, he whipped out his phone. He was in the middle of a field. Like usually he's at a giant mansion, but he was like in the middle of a field. And he, and I was like, I couldn't help but watch it. Cause I was like, what is he doing in this middle, in the middle of this field? And then he immediately was just like, Hey guys, what's up? You know, I'm at this new property that I bought. Of course. He's like, I'm at this new property that I bought. Uh, and I did it with passive income streams, you know, and then like every, the everyday millionaire has three passive income streams. Oh, by the way, I, I've got this thing launching that's going to teach you how to do three passive income streams. You only have 24 hours to get it. You're like, here's the link, you know, it was just, but it, I w it was really captivating as much as I don't necessarily like his stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got this, he's got the video marketing thing down so well and he has for years. Um, right. But it really does work. I mean, cause it, I mean, you can retarget those people. I'm going to get hit. Actually, I jumped off of Facebook and I immediately got retargeted on YouTube with the, with the yep. YouTube ad. And I was like, man, they've got some pretty good, pretty good retargeting setup, but it worked. Yeah. It gets you, it gets you talking about it. It gets your attention. All right. So a couple of things you should know about video, particularly on Facebook, that's going to kind of help you when you're, you're building these campaigns. Cause it's, it's very easy to run and build audiences on Facebook. Even if you just hit the boost post button, what that's going to do for a video is it's going to create automatically a video views ad, which we use 
page engagement or video views ad when we do it from ads manager as well. It's the same thing as, as the uh, boost post button. You just have less targeting ability, but you just create an ad and you can start driving people to it very simply. It doesn't have to be fancy. Like I said, you just, you can do a live stream and start running traffic to it. Um, what you're going to notice though, when you run these ads is one, it's very, very cheap to get a view but it's important to realize that a view on Facebook is three seconds of consecutive watch time. So it's not so little that somebody can accidentally hit the video and on scrolling past it and then it counts, but it's not a lot. But at the same time, the average watch time on Facebook is only six seconds. So when you think about that, you go, okay, you know, um, it doesn't take, you know, it, you get a significant view if it's just a little bit. So like the first threshold of audiences you can create is somebody that watches 10 seconds or more. And then after that, it goes to 25% and you've got 50, 75, 95, 100. But when you think about it, if somebody watches 10 seconds of a video, that's, that's a good amount past average, yeah. right? So a 10 second view can actually be pretty significant on Facebook, which seems crazy, but it can. But obviously you want to have more, but you got to think about, you know, different videos, like there's different lengths are going to mean different things. So a 25% view on, you know, a one minute video is 15 seconds, but a 25% view on a 15 minute video is much longer, you know? Yeah. And so you got to take that into consideration when you're looking at pricing, but it's not uncommon for you to get a three second view or even a 10 second view for pennies, like yeah. two, three cents. And I've seen, you know, I've got a client right now that's getting 10 second views where he's getting three 10 second views per penny. Right. And so the easiest way to find something that produces like that is to just record a bunch of video and then run a bunch of ads for a dollar a day and see which one takes off, right. which is why like we're creating tons of live streams. We haven't done as good about it in the last week or two, but no. <laughs> we're just trying to create as many as possible. And it's that whole TAFO thing that we talk about all the time, test and find out, like just put something out there and see what people respond to. Cause you never know. I think one of the, when we first started putting these videos out, we didn't have live streams yet. We took some videos from YouTube and one of our YouTube videos that's over 15 minutes long, we're only spending a quarter to get a full 100% 15 minute watch time, like from start to finish. That's insane. So if you think about that, if I'm paying 25 cents to get somebody to watch a 15 minute video of my face talking about marketing, how likely is that person to subscribe to my email list or check out a product or even buy a product, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there, those are kind of some of the things that we're seeing, you know, you, you knowing that kind of what is a concert of you, three seconds, what's the average view, six seconds, what are those targeting ranges? If you know that information, you're going to be able to more easily judge your video. And, and I think the big thing that people do is they judge it off of the three second view and they just want to get that penny three second view. But sometimes you might pay five seconds for that three second view, but you're getting somebody to watch a minute and a half for 10 cents instead of, you know, maybe getting a, a one penny three second view, but then to get a minute and a half, you're paying a dollar, right? And so you really want to consider what that longer view when you're, you're judging the video, but that's kind of, I guess that's kind of the technical stuff around videos. So pretty much the way it works after we make the videos and I, I don't know, we, a couple of weeks ago, I feel like we did probably, you know, between the two of us, probably about seven videos, seven or eight videos. Yeah. 
Um, you know, then it's a matter of just running those videos and seeing what kind of percentage you get of the videos uh, watched. So like I'm looking at it right now, we've got videos that had 28 seconds of watch time, 14 seconds. Actually, some of these are pretty good where people were watching these for, for a while. Uh, but then the process after that is you just retarget. And so we're retargeting uh, the people that have watched more of the video with offers. So we can just hit them directly with the Facebook side hustle ad if we want. I mean, you could retarget them with anything, but then we can get them to the sales page and let our copy do the work and, and sell some courses. And then that, you know, based on what we're seeing so far, that's been pretty successful. Um, we're trying to, right. to prove it. You know, we've, we've got this other like tracking stuff that we do to, to verify our verify our purchases. But so far it looks like it's, it's going to be really, really successful for us. So, and it's just crazy effective because it's, it's, I I think people nowadays or, you know, I guess forever have thought like, okay, if I want to sell a course or I want to sell a product, like there's got to be some really intense content production that has to go on. And from us doing these videos, it was like, you know, you flip your phone out and you just do a live stream on, on the Facebook page. And for, you know, five minutes maybe and you just talk about a topic and it doesn't even have to be related to it doesn't have to be directly related to like the course you know we, we can just right. talk about different concepts around the course like do you need sales experience to get clients for a side hustle or you know three ways to stay motivated in business right you're just trying to get in front of people and then you can after they've become engaged with you then you retarget them with an offer and it's a numbers game from there. And, and it, but it's, it's been really fascinating, I think, to see how quickly it's starting to work. Uh, and the yeah. audiences that we're building are giant. They're massive and they're good quality because video, I mean, it builds trust. Somebody seeing your face and hearing your voice builds trust faster than writing or any other kind of content, right? Podcasts are great trust building content because you're listening to this right now. You're driving in your commute. You're listening to us talk for 30 minutes. Like yeah. there's going to be a longer period of time with video. It's a little bit shorter, but compared to a blog, like somebody has to read a lot of different blog posts to really start to get your personality. They might have to get on your email list and that sort of thing. But when you, what you said about like the video helps speed up the process and, and, and kind of get people there or, you know, versus having to create a bunch of content. I mean, the yeah. way that we've been producing and, you know, launching courses for years, not, you know, I've been helping people with like, it's really about grow your email list and then sell something to them, you know? And so you're putting out the blog posts, the videos, the whatever content, and you're trying to get people onto the list. You're, this is the same thing, right? But it's, it's happening faster and cheaper. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that we wanted to do this is because when you look at kind of the future, when it comes to Facebook marketing, especially, you know, with local, you can go direct to offer and that's not going to change anytime in the foreseeable future. But when you're talking about online products like we have, if you're a blogger, if you're a coach, consultant, whatever it may be, you want to sell a course, that kind of thing, you can't just go straight to your sales page. You have to, to build things up. And so this, the video stuff is really the future and it's been going this way for a couple of years now. And so it allows you to, you create content, you build up those audiences very quickly. You start retargeting people and we're not just taking those 25% viewers and sending them to a sales page or into an opt-in for an email list. We're also taking those viewers and we're sending them to other content. So if we have five videos that we're driving cold traffic to, we picked our targeting and we're sending them to those videos, the people that watch those videos, they're getting retargeted to the offer, but they're also, let's say they watch video one, 
they're also going to be retargeted to videos two, three, four, and five, right? Mm -hmm. If they watch video three, they're going to be retargeted to one, two, four, and five. We want them to see other content. And so then you create a system where they start seeing you everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And that builds a lot of trust. You know, you've talked before. I can't remember what it was. You, You wrote an email when we were promoting uh, Facebook ads, our course Facebook ads for bloggers last week, and you wrote an email about omnipresence and like how important it oh. is to kind of yeah. be seen everywhere. And video lets you do that better than almost anything else, a lot more affordably too, right? Yeah. So, so that was one of the reasons that we've kind of gone into this. And uh, so that's kind of the framework, but I think the next part, Bobby, is people freak out about recording video, like getting on video. And so I want to kind of talk about what your video should look like and just, let's just kind of start with like your thoughts on that because I know like I'm more, I'm more like, like video. video. I like video. Yeah. I don't like writing and you're the opposite. I hate, so, yeah, I hate video. <laughs> I hate video and like writing. Um, so yeah, no, I, our listeners that are like that, like what, what are your, what's your advice for them? Yeah. Our, our introverted listeners. Yeah. Basically, I mean, what I've kind of found with it, I, I like Mike said, I don't like doing video, but I also know that it is the way of the future. Like you had, I mean, we're, everything is very, very, very slowly moving this way. And I remember when I first started in the personal finance blogging world, Periscope was big. And I remember I went to the FinCon conference and everybody was just talking about Periscope and Periscope and Periscope. And obviously that didn't, I don't think that's necessarily panned out, but the idea was, was, right that you need to facebook start busting out destroy yeah. is facebook all crush that, them. <laughs> that and snapchat with the stories yeah. like basically stories and live streams on facebook took over <laughs> yeah it kind of crushed them there but it was the idea was right like jumping on the phone doing some kind of live stream doing something where you're getting your face in front of people so to me like i've just kind of had to push past the uncomfortable part of it where i'm like i don't really like doing video uh, and now that I'm starting to see the results that we're seeing from just doing the videos, I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, especially when you're making money, it's a lot easier to be like, you know what? I could, I could do a video. I could jump on and do a video. But for me, like just, you got to bust the phone out and just talk. And I think that that's kind of a scary thing for people. And I actually, the first couple of times when we were doing the live streams, you know, it was very much, I had to practice a couple of times before I just jumped onto a live stream and started talking because I didn't want to sound like a total idiot. Uh, but I just, you know, practiced a couple of times and then just went live. And what I've found is like the first one was not very good in my opinion. And I might be being hard on myself, but I didn't like how I did it. But then I did it again. Then I did it again. And by the third or fourth one, I was like, okay, these videos are actually pretty decent. And so I think if you're somebody that's introverted and you don't like video, the first thing is like, you don't have to like it doesn't have to have a ton of production value. It's not like you have to sit in front of like some high def thing. Like our phones are, are great recording tools, you know? And I, I think on the best one that I did, I was just like literally sitting on the couch and I just pulled it out and I was just talking and like my dog was walking around in the background and like, you know, it was, it was as casual as it possibly could have been. And it was super easy, but I think that's one of the higher performing videos that we have right now, which is funny <laughs> you know, because it's just, there was no thought that went into it. So I guess just do it. I don't know. There's not great yeah. advice for introverts. Cause like there's, there's no formula. If you're an introvert, you just don't want to do video. Probably. You just I think, yourself. I think the trick is pick your subject, talk about one thing, right? Like don't talk about a whole lot of things. Talk about one specific thing and then just go live, right? One Facebook's favoring live streams right now. You're going to get more reach and engagement. And that usually means you're going to get better ad performance and, and lower ad costs. So go live. And when you go live, it's acceptable to screw up, right? And yeah. so, you know, we've learned this, like, 
YouTube is difficult at times because like you're producing mm-hmm. something and you've got to yeah. like be on with the live stream, you know, one of my first live streams, I'm like, I'm thirsty. And I like chugged a liter of water. And like, then that was yeah. like preview. Remember, there's like this preview of me, like upending this giant bottle of water, you know? And it was just like, you know, I was coughing and I was like, I need a drink. <laughs> In the middle of the live stream, it doesn't matter. Right. And it performed really well. So you just, just do it. Right. Like that doesn't matter. But there are a couple of things to like, keep in mind. First off, you don't, you're trying to get people to watch a video. You're not trying to get people to read. So don't write a book for the description of the video, write a headline, like an email headline, curiosity benefit, something that you're going to, this is what they're going to learn inside. And then when you get started, I told you that attention span is short. So whatever your call to action is, and we think like every video should have a call to action to go download, you know, Chris Orzakowski, he's got, he talks about whatever with email marketing. He says, go download my, uh, you know, make it rain my book on email copy for free, go download a free digital copy. I've got another client that's like, go apply for my coaching program. Boom. You know, so whatever it is, you want to have that call to action. And when you hop on, like, you know, we're talking about using video to grow your audiences. You know, I might hop on, I'm like, Hey, today we're going to talk about how you can use Facebook live streams to grow your audiences. But before we get into that, I want you to click this link below and go get this free thing. All right, let's dive into it. Okay. So we're talking about this today, talking about live streams. Here's what you need to know about live streams, blah, 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 blah. And you talk. And then at the end, you have another call to action. And then in the middle, if it makes sense, if it's natural to do a call to action, you do one. If it's not, you don't. But that call to action is super important. But that really should just be your framework. Say what you're going to do. Say, before we get started, go do this thing. Tell them to go do an action and say, all right, let's dive into it and then dive into the content and then just don't sweat it. Like it doesn't need to be, that's the beauty of this. Like when you're doing this TAFO thing, you're just throwing stuff out there and seeing what sticks. So it it doesn't matter if it sucks. Like it's, you want to produce high quality content, but when you're producing your lead magnets or your courses and things like that, those need to be super high value when you're creating this front end content where you're just trying to get people's attention and get them to meet you. It, it just, just a phone live stream, very informal works just fine. Just yeah. talk, let them get to know you, let them get to see your face, let them get to hear your voice. Like that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. The thing that's, that helped me, I actually write out like I'll, I'll grab a piece of printer paper and I actually write out like, the thing I'm going to talk about and then like a couple of little points that I'm going to make that seems mm-hmm. to kind of help me like keep it sort of structured without being too structured, but I don't create like a full outline. I just like write down, like, don't forget to talk about these things. And actually in one of the videos, speaking of mistakes, like I forgot what the next thing I was supposed to talk about was. So I like stand up in the video and I'm like, I pause and I'm like, hold on just one second and like grab my piece of paper and you like yeah. hear me flip it over. And then I'm like, Oh, now we're going to, you know, whatever the next thing was. Uh, and nobody noticed. I don't think nobody cares. See, and um, I would have just been super obvious about it. I was like, Hey, I don't remember what I was going to say next. Let me look at my note card. And I would like pull it up and look at it because then people are going to think that's funny. Yeah. And, yeah. And here's a, here's a secret, right? Working with a ton of coaches and consultants and influencers in the online space, the ones that just like own their mistakes and are very natural, they, they're approachable. People yeah. like them more than the very buttoned up professional, you know, I remember one of my clients, he used to do, he was like very proper British always. 
And I was like, dude, you need to like let your hair down a little bit and chill. You're very robotic, like very boardroom and your audience is not boardroom. Like you need to, I was like, you, you know, you live on a freaking beach, like do that, <laughs> you know, like have that vibe. And he did. And that had a big impact on these business people. He just became more relatable. So yeah. just, just be you and just, I a lot of people struggle with that. Your friend. It, people yeah. do. People do. People. That's a hard, that's a hard concept. But I mean, if you look at just what we've done, I don't think we, you and I have dressed nicely ever. I don't think we've ever dressed nicely for anything that we've ever done, any video, any whatever. It's usually no. like my attire's hat, shirt, flip-flops. I mean, you can't see the flip-flops, but I'm comfortable. But that, I mean, that's just who, who we are. You know, we just are who we are and you can sell a lot of stuff just being yourself. Yep. You know, I think if we put on suits and tried to just stood in front of a Tesla and like, you know, all that crap that you see, I'm sure you're going to sell stuff just from a number standpoint, but I mean, you, you don't have to do all that. <laughs> you could just like be yourself in your living room and bust out a phone and do a video of yourself. So, and that's, and look. that's the whole point in this video. When you're doing this retargeting and stuff, if you take people through three videos before they go to your sales page, that's your targeting, right? Yeah. So what you're doing is with each video, you're attracting people that are like you and like your personality and like the topic you're talking about and you're repelling people that aren't interested. So yeah. it's actually to your benefit to be exactly how you are, right? Like the, the way that we are in our group, in our community, we try to be that way on the podcast and in video and that kind of stuff as well, because we know there's a culture in there and we want those kind of people. And so if there's somebody we've had every now and then somebody came in and they're like, y'all curse too much. I'm sorry. Like that is, that is me. I try, you know, I try not to curse in front of my kids and that's hit or miss proposition, you know? So like <laughs> that's, if somebody has a problem with that, then it's probably good if we say a bad word in a podcast because then they hear it and they're like, you know, F these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Screw these guys. They curse. You know, I don't like them and they leave good. They're not buying our product and asking for a refund because, you know, Bobby said ass. It's usually not me. It's always you, but um, <laughs> actually not. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. You know, one of the other things too, I will say this as a side note, I feel like the comments that you get on video can be a little bit more ridiculous. Like on the action, if you're going to run an ad with a video on it, um, We've had, we've had some, I don't know if you've seen some of these, Mike, but we've had some like crazy comments. And one guy actually asked, cause I was doing a video just like, I think it was just, do you need sales experience to start a side hustle? And I, I mentioned at the beginning of the video that I'm a personal finance blogger by trade. And the guy was like, I, he sent this thing where he's like, he wants to see all my tax returns and stuff to like prove that I'm a personal finance blogger. He was like very angry about this. Did you see the like, one the guy told this like massive story about and basically he was trying to sell like erection pills. <laughs> One of our students saw the retargeting ad and was like, Hey, uh, did you see this? And it'd been up for like an hour and it was some dude and talking about all these problems he was having in the bedroom and his wife leaving him. And, but if you go to Dr. So-and-so dial whatever phone number, they can give you these pills. It's all all your problems. I'm like, what? why? <laughs> what is the point? So yeah, you're going to have. Yeah. Ridiculous. We had a we had a crackhead yesterday. 
Oh. <laughs> Actually, an actual Craig. I'll just read this. Because, uh, <laughs> this person commented and said, if it's up to me, it's fraud. Try to hustle our kids and grad parents because you're too lazy to get an effing job. You right next to the meth and crack dealer 13. <laughs> like that was the comment. And uh, so we, we attract, you attract some people that are not going to be uh, very, very good clients or good customers, but then you, you warm up the rest of the audience. Yeah, but see that, you know, that stuff, then you just go, okay, hide, comment, ban, and now that person's out of your funnel and you're good to go. So they got banned. The, yeah, they got banned. The reality is, if somebody's watching 15 minutes of me talking, then they're pretty interested in the topic. Yep. And they probably don't hate my personality. And so that person's going to be qualified. They're going to they're gonna do well. That doesn't mean they're going to buy, but they might subscribe to the podcast. They might go subscribe to the YouTube channel. They might join our email list. Like that's your at bat. You know, I want, okay. I was going to talk about this earlier. I won't go too far into this because we could talk about this for days, but what I'm starting to look to learn, because we, we have some pretty sophisticated uh, tracking stuff set up right now. Like analytics. Yeah. Like analytics stuff. Um, and what we're seeing is that people will come and look at your product from all over the place. Like let's say they saw you from a video and then you retarget them again and you retarget them again. They're going to look from their phone one day. They're going to look from the desktop at another thing one day. They're going to listen to the podcast one day. They're going to like, they bounce all over the place. Like all you have to do is get them in your environment and just cr keep creating content. And you see these people that it's not just like they see the ad, they click the ad, they go to the sales page and buy the course. And that is like almost never works that way. They bounce all over the place, read all these different content uh, pieces of content. They'll look at like three of our emails over the course of four weeks and they'll come back and buy the course. You know, and we didn't know, we didn't know that before, but now we know. And so these videos are just really helping get people into your environment, get people into your content. They're reading your emails and blog posts and all of that stuff. And it's like everything that you create kind of works together. And, you know, humans, uh, you know, they act like humans. They don't just act like robots and go and buy the thing directly. So it's really interesting. You know, and I don't, I don't even know where I was going with that other than you have to realize that doing these videos brings people into your environment and then they eventually buy because of all of the stuff you do, not just because of yeah. like the one sales page thing that you, you created. Right. And, and we could talk about this a long time. Maybe we should do a yeah. podcast about this. Cause this, this whole, you know, uh, I've talked, we've talked to our students about the ecosystem, like building your mm -hmm. ecosystem. And, and we, you know, this is this free idea of the free flow of traffic, how, you know, people go to all these different touch points. It's really important in your marketing because it's not just a straight line funnel anymore. It's not, you run an ad, they hit a landing page, they opt in, download your PDF, they buy this $27 tripwire product and you upsell them into a thousand dollar product. That's not how it works. It's yeah. they come in from one place and then they start consuming everything. They bounce all over the place. And so you, as much as you can control that or create pathways for people the better it's going to be and using video. And that's exactly what we were talking about here. Like we show them a video and then if they watch a certain percentage of the video, we show them more videos and yeah. we offer them to join our email list and we show them a product and we give them, we create that ecosystem. We create that option for them. It feels organic to them. They see one of our videos and then they see five other of our videos. They don't realize we're sending them through a sequence to make them see these different videos, right? And so that's, you can, you can start to create that. Um, it's very, very powerful and it's really the, kind of the future of marketing. So yeah, we'll put a pin in that and talk, <laughs> talk about, about it. Because yeah. so, yeah, it is very cool and uh, 
it's something that, you know, I've been doing with some of my clients for years. So it'll be neat to talk about that. So any final words? Do video, even if you don't like it. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to take that recording. I'm going to play it back to Bobby. If he ever doesn't want to, <laughs> I'm going to have the, the button pressed. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Be sure you, uh, you know, subscribe, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, leave us a review. If you like the show, we appreciate it. Tell your friends. If you like the show, we appreciate that even more than the reviews and we'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 